Hey guys, and welcome back to today's episode. I'm so glad you are joining me at Transform Empowered Mindset. So today's episode is going to be super fun. I'm going to make you guys smile and laugh and encourage all of you stay-at-home moms to just keep doing what you're doing, that I see you, I am rooting for you, and I admire how committed you are, how hardworking you are, and simply how you quite frankly just keep showing up each and every day with a smile. Even if that smile comes later in the day, it's all good. But I'm going to be encouraging you guys with 19 statistics about stay-at-home moms that is going to make you smile, maybe even giggle a little, but really just to help you feel valued and so appreciated for all you guys do. So I know you guys are going to enjoy today's episode. Let's dive in. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. All right, so this statistics comes from social.com about stay-at-home moms. And I was just exploring, looking for some really cool stats about stay-at-home moms. And I came across this and it just brought me so much joy and also made me laugh. So I really had to share it with you guys. So really quick, before we get into it, I want to let you guys know that we have a free Facebook community just for us stay-at-home moms to encourage one another in this season of life. So I would love for you guys to join. Just click the link in the show notes that says Transform Empowered Mom. And also, if you would like to be added to the list when I have free mentor sessions, then add yourself to the list that says count me in in our show notes. And I cannot wait to be a part of this journey with you. Okay, so the first stat is that stay-at-home mothers and fathers account for around one in five U.S. parents. Boom. So what that means is that one in five families has a stay-at-home parent. So if you felt like this is just feels like isolation and like not a lot of people are choosing this path and you're wrong, like I think that's pretty high. One in five families have a stay-at-home parent. All right, and number two is an average of 2.4% of parents in 2021 were stay-at-home parents in the U.S., So according to Magnify Money, the number of parents identifying as stay-at-home moms or dad increased significantly between 2019 and 2021. And we all know really why, COVID. So on average, around 2.4% of parents in the U.S. are now stay-at-home moms or dads compared to 2019. All right, number three. 30.9% of families in the U.S. with children under the age of 18 had a stay-at-home mother between 2019 and 2021. The Bureau of Labor Statistics report in 2020 found around 20.9% of families with children under the age of 18 had a stay-at-home mother in 2019, while Around 4.7% of the mothers and families this year were the main breadwinners for their home. All right, number four, 
Mississippi had the most stay-at-home parents in 2021. Wow. So if you ever wonder which state has the most stay-at-home parents, Mississippi, at least in 2021. All right, number five, Iowa had the fewest stay-at-home parents. So becoming a stay-at-home parent appears to be less common in certain states, and Iowa's one of them. In 2019 and 2021, two of the top three states were working parents in the Midwest. All right, number six, women with younger children were more likely to become stay-at-home parents in 2020. And that's so awesome because I just am so grateful that I am doing this for my family now. And I mean, it's probably not a decision I would have ever willingly made. But once my husband and I started talking about it, and especially when COVID hit and all the things, like we really, that really put things into perspective for us and the things that we value, which was family. And so this decision, I'm so grateful that I made because I make an impact on them that if they were in a daycare from zero to school age, the, the impact and the stuff that they would have learned would never be what we are teaching them now. So that's something that I couldn't see that until being in it now. And sometimes that's the way it is. So very grateful that people are doing that more now than in the past. All right, number seven, Asian mothers were most likely to leave the workplace in 2020 to become stay-at-home parents. This meant Asian women with children under the age of 12 were most likely to leave the workforce, followed by Black mothers, 10%, and white mothers, 8%. Hispanic mothers were the least likely to leave the workforce at 7%. All right, number eight. 35% of mothers were partners are with partners who make less than $25,000 per year are stay-at-home parents. And I mean, quite frankly, of course, because that would be super hard to pay for childcare with that kind of income. So that totally makes sense. All right, number nine. Mothers are more likely than non-mothers to express a desire to work less. So around 37% of women with children under the age of 18 said they would prefer part-time work while 21% wanted to be full stay-at-home mothers. Only 10% of women without children said they would prefer not to work. And I could totally see and understand that because when I didn't have any children, man, I was kind of a workaholic and I was grinding and hustling and wasn't thinking about any such thing as part-time work wasn't until I had my daughter that I even considered cutting my hours down because I simply wanted to be involved in her life and spend quality time with her. So I can understand that for sure. All right, number 10, the percentage of parents staying home with children increased by 60% after the pandemic. Wow, like, wow. But I am totally not surprised because... A lot of people lost family members, so that means they could have lost their childcare. A lot of places shut down, so a lot of people didn't even have work. So it totally makes sense, which is why I'm so grateful and I love encouraging stay-at-home moms because I feel like there's a greater percentage of us now. And when you are a driven working mom and you transition to being a driven still stay-at-home mom, there's a lot to work through. That's a big transition. 
It's a mindset shift that it is, it takes time to overcome a lot of the struggles that you can sometimes face when you take on this role when you were prior a working mom. So that is why transformed empowered mindset exists. All right. And number 11 is more fathers have taken over the role of stay at home mom in the last 20 years. Yeah. I mean, whatever works for your household could be stay at home dads. You know, if the mother is the main breadwinner, then, and the dad is going to be a stay at home parent, whatever works for your household is what you have to do sometimes. All right. And number 12, 20% of moms left the workforce voluntarily to manage childcare in 2021. Okay. So all the things that goes on in our world, how our kids are exposed to certain things that we don't desire them to be exposed to or bullying or um, just growing up and trying to teach them to say no to drugs. I mean, all the things. It takes time. And when you are just focused on all the things at work and not at home, your kids can fall through the crack. And a lot of times that is what happens when we have full-time working moms. Not all the time, but just sometimes. And so you really have to have that balance. If you are full-time working mom, just balance in quality time to spend with your children and to also teach them values that are important when they grow up. All right. Number 13, 1.6 million mothers left the workforce during the pandemic. Wow. That is a lot of moms. Comparatively, the number of fathers working during the pandemic decreased by around 1.0 million equaling a 5.1% reduction. The Department of Labor also found many employed moms also scaled back their working hours more than fathers. All right, number 14. And y'all, 14 is my absolute favorite. I think I might just make a PDF and put it up on my mirror, maybe on my refrigerator. I don't know. Just to remind myself how valuable it is the work that I'm doing and the work that you are doing. So get ready. I love this one. Number 14 says, stay at home moms work the equivalent of 2.5 full-time jobs. Yes. Yes, girl. I'm going to say it one more time. Stay at home moms work the equivalent of 2.5 full-time jobs. Okay. So when you're tired at night, Cut yourself some slack. You have been working hard. So if you want to sit down and do absolutely nothing, by all means, do that. Okay. So a survey sponsored by Welch in 2020 found the average of stay-at-home mothers works the same as about 2.5 full-time jobs when caring for their children. So the report found an average of mothers work around 14 hours a day starting at around 6.32 a.m. and finishing at 8. And that's if we get the kids in bed on time. So yes, that overtime happens a lot. All right, number 15. Moms should be charging around $115,000 per year for their work as a stay-at-home mom. Yes, so when I tell you guys that you are most definitely working a job, and it's a major sacrifice because you are, you are making impact, not income, but the impact will produce all types of income plus some later through your children. 
you are making about 115,000 worth per year. That is what you are worth, okay? A six-figure job. So please smile, please clap, please pat yourself on the back. You're doing amazing. All right, number 16. Both mothers and fathers say having a job makes it harder to be a good parent. And I can attest to that. It absolutely does because a lot of times you are tired when you get home and you still have all the things that you have to do that if you don't have a stay-at-home parent doing the most of that, the majority of that, you still have to do it. It still has to get done. So it is truly exhausting and just an experience that I no longer want to have. All right, number 17 is stay-at-home mothers experience more emotional issues than working parents. And that, for me, was the feeling of not being worthy anymore, not being validated, um, not quite knowing the purpose of why I'm home. I mean, a lot of the things that you don't feel when you are a working mom because you know what you're doing and how it's benefiting the world and all that. So those are big reasons why stay-at-home moms may deal with depression, anxiety, stress, and a lot of other things. All right, number 18 is 60% of Americans say it's best to have at least one parent at home. And I'll let you guys answer that one for yourself. So speak with your spouse or your loved one and say, how is it best that we have at least one parent home? How are our lives better because we decided to do this? Because 60% of Americans agree, over half agree, that it is best to have at least one parent at home. And lastly, children with stay-at-home parents, number 19, have a higher grade point average. Yes, because they have that support. They have that backbone. They have someone looking out for just them. When it is so hard to do, when you have to work, both parents working full time and the kids are just left to not have as strong as a support. They have support, but not as strong as support because you can't focus on that many things at one time. So I can understand why children with stay-at-home parent have a higher grade point average. That's number 19. So you guys, I just wanted to make you smile today. Just want to bring joy to your life and also just encourage you that you are making a huge difference in your family's life. And I pray that you will stick to your why for the reason why you've chosen to be a stay-at-home parent. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And if you know any other stay-at-home parent, share this episode with them to make them smile as well. I would be so grateful. And real quick before you go, if you have not become an insider of the show, which means knowing when I have free gifts and free mentor sessions then sign up with the link in the show notes that says, count me in. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you guys back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.